I think there are too few marketers out there that can actually take into account all the variables that impact the way that your marketing efforts um, and the metrics and the objectives that you hit uh, depend on every variable that impacts every algorithm that's on the internet that people use um, as far as like acquisition methods go. So like wherever the eyeballs are on where like if you go to the internet or if you go to Google and you type in top used um, social platforms by demographic and then you go to Google and you type in top top used search engine, you're going to find out that a majority of the people in the eyeballs are on some top platforms that you can pretty much allocate all of your resources and your spend on and then start to understand their algorithms and how to tweak the algorithms towards your objectives and the audiences that you're trying to capture the attention of and then take that attention and grab it and pull it down whatever funnel and whatever whatever direction they start to tell you based off of their interactions with your content and the websites um different points of reference and how the bounce rate like if you're not paying attention to the the analytics and stuff on the back end using google analytics and stuff like that uh and if you haven't even set up google analytics that's uh that's something you might want to get i mean it's free it's there's the only the only thing that's happening by uh installing Google Analytics on your website and the, the tag um, to be able to go and identify these different factors that are impacting uh, the outcomes of whether people do and don't bounce and then using Google Optimize to then go and A-B split test your headlines or your your conversion rates with certain calls to action or, you know, the button colors, you know, like all these different things obviously are different factors that you're going to use to help identify the best, um, the best optimization techniques for when people do and don't hit your website based off of the objectives you're trying to hit and the people that you're trying to target um so basically it comes down to who can who can identify the metrics that matter the most to the conversion rates that you're having within the company online and then take that and then find out all of the different main touch points per customer segment that you have and then take that and figure out the exact segmentation and the pathways and then continuously optimize and tweak that pathway as you're going throughout like the, so like you're gonna have an awareness campaign, you're gonna have an engagement campaign, you're gonna have a content like view through campaign and then identify the people that have uh, watched certain amounts of your videos to then qualify them for new content, you know, and then you're gonna exclude and include certain audiences based off of the URL hits that they've had in the past. So like, there are a lot of things that like, and it's not even just that, like even coming down from like when you first build out a website, you need to understand SEO so that you can go and predetermine how you need to be writing out your your headlines and your in your like h1s h2s and at least at least your h3s um so that you can then go and have proper site architecture which is a huge indicator to google how your site is um basically built now if you look at your if you look at your website and you look at it as actually if you want to if you're if you're at your desktop right now you can you can go ahead and right click on your screen press view page source and then go and press control f and then press and then in the search bar because that's going to be what it does you can search up uh h1 now if you have more than one of those or if you have none of those on each one of your pages those are the biggest indicators to google about what your page is about now if those aren't 
if you're not if the headline that you're using isn't the headline that is being isn't the the highest leveraged um headline that you can have based off of what your uh target audience would be searching for like if you're using subjective language in your headline rather than objective language based off of SEO research and then building out your website from uh the the SEO research and building out your website based off of the SEO research that you've done and your location and your, your objectives. Like that's the biggest thing is everything comes down to what are you trying to accomplish? Because everything from there, you can pretty much mold to what, uh, what data there is. And then you, you're, it's pretty much just a continuous optimization from there. Um, until you're having acquisition methods that are like (laughs) super, super like you're profiting or you're profiting during acquisition. Like it's it's crazy what happens like people are, are sitting there you know in four years they're reaching their profitability mark if they're hitting the li- right lifetime cycles and stuff like that like if on average you your acquisition is you know seven grand or something like something stupid for getting a big b2b or you guys you guys get what i'm saying like they uh, that's a little bit of an over exaggeration uh for some scenarios like it's it's really subjective to your objectives how big you are as a company and all these different things and what you have and haven't tested your target market how big it is the location demographic psychographic how you're hit like there's so many factors to take into account and i don't think that the there are a lot of marketers that really understand how to how to even start with um it it, it almost starts with objectively like first of all again it's molded around your objectives but then you have to almost take an anthropological approach and understand people so well and understand human behavior so well that you know what's going to peak curiosity or or induce fear or like in in like uh increase the amount of urgency that someone has depending on like the the part of the cycle that they're in um in the nurture sequence like there's there's so many things to take into account um, and I think that that's like, that's one of the biggest things I see that, uh, people aren't taking advantage of. They aren't taking advantage of, you know, the digital, the, the, the ability that we have to optimize the digital sequences that we have in the events that happen during the lifetime of the, uh, customer acquisition, like from the time that the, the person first, the, the target market or the target person like say say after you identify your ideal client because if i mean if you're not identifying your ideal client or a customer base before you're going to market and you're thinking you can just kind of have this like up in the air approach or like hey i have the best this or the best that like the internet is no longer like you're not going to be successful in the long term by doing by waving a flag in the air with the best um the best deals you know it has to be very specific it has to be very targeted it has to be um i don't know i'm i'm kind of bouncing all over the place here but the point is is like you need there are so many variables to take into account a lot of people aren't um so what i'm going to be doing over the course of the next like podcast i'm really just going to be pretty much rambling and putting off a bunch of content that's that's coming to my head and just kind of pushing out raw stuff um not really (laughs) and a lot of stuff that i do right now on my website and what i'm doing here is actually like I'm helping other people and I'm not even taking the time to do this myself, uh, to go and like try to structure out because I feel like so many people can just take the, take tiny little snippets of what I have, uh, and go off with them and find their own pathways if they do it properly. So, um, I'm not like some of my site, like if you go to right now, it's July 7th, um, 2020 and currently 
<clears throat> I, uh, I don't think I have, there's a services page that is not like there's stuff that I'm not doing properly on my website right now, but I mean, I don't really have to worry about some of the stuff that a lot of people like. There's some people in positions of like, holy crap, my, my competitor is ranking number one and that decreased my sales by, you know, 21% because Google, you know, deranked me and they don't know why the, the link building campaign that they're doing or like, they don't understand the internet and they're being impacted. So it's, it's almost like <laughs> I'm more worried about making sure that those, like the people that need the help get it than making sure that my stuff is, is taken care of. And I don't mean to brag or, or make, make an excuse as to why my website's not the way it is, but I'm the one that actually does all the stuff on the website. So I don't let anyone else touch it because it's kind of like my project. It's not like a pride thing. It's just because it's, you know, a thing that I'm working on in the background while I'm helping other people out. And so anyways, um, getting back to what I was talking about earlier, like there's just, just to sum this up, uh, there just aren't a lot of people that know how to take into account the, all the variables from start to finish from like, like there's so much and it's hard to just get out in, in one podcast or one blog post or one ebook, like, and it, it really comes down to a personalization approach and it, it's so subjective and it, it's hard to give you an objective truth. Um, and you know, all I can do is really kind of give you frameworks or, uh, references to go and like, kind of take in and go down your own path. Um, but yeah, so hope this helped. And I hope that, um, you know, if I were to recommend any, any, anything to anyone trying to improve their, their marketing approach online, it would be to ensure that you, first of all, and I'm going to also recommend some people to go and take a look at their content as well. Um, after, after I recommend like the start to finish with just the few steps that I'd recommend if you, you want to optimize your marketing online. So the first one would be make sure that you're tracking everything that you're doing. So, uh, if you're, if you're marketing on Facebook and you don't have a Facebook pixel installed, um, <clears throat> you're, you're screwing up. So if you like, first of all, um, if you want to, if you want to start marketing on social, make sure that you have a business page built on each social platform that you're going to be marketing it on. And the mark, I hope that the majority of you would know this, but if you don't know this, take into account what audience type and get very specific about the type of person you're trying to acquire. Um, and like t- find your, find one, your, your one target client, like your dream client, and then go and identify them, like pretend, like literally visualize them. And I know this kind of, it seems kind of weird for some people. Some people are like, what do you mean? Like visualize the, I mean, visualize the type of person that you would want to work with, like taking into account their family, what they're, um, what they're probably, their day-to-day like is probably like, uh, like, do they have a commute? Uh, would it be beneficial to have a podcast to make sure that like, if they're industry, like their industries out there that, um, need help with the, um, your, whatever it is that you do, you can have a podcast so that based off of the person's lifestyle, you can create the kind of content that would be probably consumed by them. Right. So rather than doing a YouTube channel for, I don't know, 70 year olds that are looking for, uh, mechanics or something, I I, I don't know. Like, it's really just all trying to figure out who it is that you want to target and then basing everything that you do around that. And then the language that they use. So Everything starts with language. That's why SEO is so important, at least to me. And taking that into account prior to going and building out your website or going through and um, cleaning up your website based off of SEO research 
um, and competitive analysis, and then what Google is and isn't ranking, and doing all kinds. It basically, it comes down to isolating the variables that you want to identify in Google's algorithm to rank for. <clears throat> and um, you can go to Google, like if you go right now to Google and you say, you, you type in the keyword that you want to rank for. Um, actually, actually, let's start. Let's start from a little bit prior to this, so, or a little bit. Let's back up a little. If you go to Google Trends, you can identify the certain words and the kinds of language that people are and aren't using most popularly to develop your headlines and your subheadlines. And then you can use something called Answer the Public to go and identify the likely questions that people are asking about whatever keywords that you find are the most um, are the most used. And then you can also, if you really want to get down in, in deep and nitty gritty, go to Keyword Planner and then identify the exact locations that are using the exact language to find the highest leverage points um, for language to use based off of the subdomains that you create on your website in order for you to rank for certain location-based stuff if you're like a nationwide company, right? So if you want to rank for certain terms and then you have a company that's nationwide and you want to make sure that you rank for Las Vegas, you can go through and find out that someone's searching for I don't know, just for an, an AC unit uses the, a different type of language than from someone in Las Vegas compared to uh, New York. Like they could, they could, the culture may have different changes in language and how they search stuff. And so you have to go and identify those changes and then um, find the highest leverage points based off of the language that they use. So um, <clears throat> anyways, I think uh, from there you after getting the SEO and the site architecture down, then it gets really fun. It gets, uh, this is, this is the, the part that I love the most is <laughs> then you get to go before, and this is obviously assuming that you already have like nurture sequences laid out, email campaigns ready to go and like trigger bases and stuff. And you have a CRM and all that stuff. If you don't look into HubSpot, look into Marketo, look into, and obviously this is a subjective to, uh, what, what level and size of business you own. If you're just a startup, you're going to want to probably do something like MailChimp. If you're uh, someone that's a, a big industry leader, you're going to want to be doing something like Marketo and, or maybe a, uh, Azure or something like that to be able to do uh, marketing automation and optimization stuff and basically optimizing based off of the split test. That in the, um, you can automate split tests and then pretty much say, hey, whatever works the best, go and, and have a binary approach and say, trigger this. What it, basically, basically, it comes down to equations and you're creating the equations for the CRMs and the automation and optimization. You just have to know how it all works together, basically. Um, but yeah, CRM, you want to make sure you're having your nurture sequence down and then you're going to social and then you're pushing out the content, like the blog posts, the videos, whatever you've done up to this point to identify uh, the language that people are using to search for the problems that they're having or the things that, um, are fulfilling the intent of the searcher. Um, once you identify the things that the highest leverage points, and then you have the language down, then you can go through and start to develop different headlines and different ad copy, different images, different, um, different custom lookalike audiences there's there's so much this is like so like just to just to give you an idea of what the the power of facebook and um its algorithms and stuff it is it's so cool so fun and it's 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 something i love and enjoy doing it's like you literally become like a digital anthropologist uh and you get to dissect people's audiences and you get to 
dive into what does and does not work at scale and then personalize and segment pretty much all of your campaigns and then optimize the hell out of your ad spend so like you can have a you can have a uh you can have a profit of say you're just doing say you're selling men's apparel or something you can go and profit 250 bucks on just shoving an ad out knowing that this person's watched a certain piece of content or consumed or liked you can run something called an engagement an engagement uh campaign so that everyone that engages with it like you know that they can then <clears throat> you know they're going to like a future piece of content based off of their interaction with that that piece of content and then with that you can go and create a custom lookalike audience or something even more powerful is you can if you can this is where you have to get super deep um there's there's something called uh algorithmic multi-touch attribution modeling and i know that's a lot to take in but basically it's it's identifying it's doing all of this stuff up front and then identifying at scale what is worth and what is not worth and where the drop off is at as far as uh the worthwhileness of your marketing efforts and uh where you should allocate ad spend at scale taking into account all of the different like optimizations that you're doing like all this different stuff and then, you know, you're creating percentages and it, it becomes just basically an equation, you know, and uh, you start to understand how things work and you get to start to allocate your time, your energy and your resources the best based off of the whole acquisition process from the time the person's first sees an engagement campaign or first searches you up and you're making sure you're fulfilling intent all the way down to where they're on the phone with you and you're closing the deal. So knowing everything that happens and all the information in every single data like at every single p so the way that i see it and just i know this is a little bit nerdy i guess <laughs> but uh the way that i see it is like so no matter what everything is a communication to one individual uh from one individual to another right so like right now you're listening to me you're taking into account uh not all, like if you're reading this in a text format you wouldn't be able to t- see my emotion you wouldn't be able to see um how excited I am about being able to take this kind of stuff on because it's something that gets me hyped up, which is actually a point of differentiation for me because not most companies can say that they enjoy doing what they do. Um, and I think that's something that I have on other companies and that's why I'm doing it the way that I am. And that's, that's like these small tweaks that you can be doing as a business. Uh, it's all, it's about knowing who's listening. It's about knowing how to peak those emotional rises. It's about knowing how to, and I don't want to say like being, be manipulative, but yeah, emotions are malleable and every single piece of information that's coming out from, from your company or your brand or you, if you're representing your brand and your company, um, is a piece of information. Now, now there's data and then there's metadata. Right, so like the data is what I'm giving you. The metadata is the background of the emotion that you can see and hear my voice, um, and the thought process that's going on, and kind of like you, you can you can kind of understand the background that I must have and how I think and all this stuff. So you you're gathering, you're not just getting, you're 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 able to make inferences off of other metadata. And so um, I don't know if you remember earlier, but when I told you to press Control F uh, or View Page Source and then uh, Control F. And then find your H1, H2, H3, H4, H5, and see how many times those things happen on your page. Um, and then, uh, so taking that into account, 
that's that those are those are like the the main things for seo but the other stuff that i'm referring to the metadata you that's another big thing that google takes into account because it describes the the file for them so like again if you look at the whole internet um if you look at all the internet and google being like king basically um google goes through and in each blog post that's written is looked at as a file right it's a or a document and so that document is looked at as a file by Google and Google's almost like the librarian. So Google is looking through the li- like someone's coming to Google, right? Someone's coming to Google and saying, Hey, this is what I need. Like, and it's usually, a. uh, they want information. They want to go somewhere. I forgot the exact term that they use, but it's like, a, I want to go. I want to learn. I want to I don't know. There's always certain types of intent that you can use or that you can identify based off the preposition that they're using in the search term. And so using those uh, prepositions that you're able to find in answer the public, you can then go through and identify how people are, are searching for the types of information that are leading up to them finding you. And then knowing what type of content to put Well, I feel like I went and deviated way far away from where I was originally going. Uh, getting back to the metadata. Um, and I'll, I'll be talking, I, I, I've super, like I bounce around all the time. So I uh, hope you guys can bear with me and, you know, stay along and <laughs> put up with my bouncing around. But um, yeah, I think I'm gonna cut it off right there because I feel like I kind of lost my train of thought, but I will add on to this in the future. And uh, yeah, hope you guys got some uh, good amount of value out of this. And I hope that, you know, this helps you out if you. If you have any comments or if you have anything that I can help you identify that will help you approach your business, this is something that actually helps me out is identifying what problems you're having as marketers or as entrepreneurs or as uh, the people that are taking on the the marketing campaigns and really trying to understand how the internet works. Um, If you have comments or questions, email me, put in the blog post, wherever you're seeing this piece of content, put it in the questions, put it like put a question out there because I really am trying to help people because I understand that helping people like get to where they want is only going to help me get what I want. And it's, if it's a win-win for both of us, I, I know like, and the other thing is, is like when you ask me a question, then I'm able to, this is something you can take into account too. And this is where community managers really come into play. Um, whenever you ask me a question and then it's publicly displayed and then I will, I'm able to answer that and articulate a very good and deep um, answer based off the context that you give me, and the question that you're asking me, um, if it's a good, good enough question, it's a deep enough question and people can see that, then what happens is if someone else has that kind of question and they, or they may have had that question in the future, they're now using me as the, like, I guess the, the source of information. And they know that I, I know my stuff. And that's something that may have been a question that was not going to be answered in someone else's head because they couldn't articulate it correctly or something like that. And they could have gotten frustrated and not been able to do something. So I always see like my, my ability to help people at scale and then put that out on the internet is only going to help more and more over time. And it's only going to be a compounding effect. So again, like anything that I can do to help out, reach out with an email, reach out with uh, questions that you have. And then I'll start creating more content based off of the stuff that, that I, I get in the comments and stuff like that. So appreciate you guys listening. And I appreciate you guys uh, just listening to what I have to say. And I, I'd love to hear your perspective and your take and uh, the things that 
Um, and I know I didn't, I'll, I'll go into social more later and like B2B and B2C approaches and stuff like that. Uh, based off like if it's an e-commerce or if it's a, a service-based business, you know, there's all these differentiation points that you have to identify before you go in. Uh, so, but <clears throat> yeah, so I appreciate you guys listening and uh, I will talk to you guys soon. Thanks.